0: Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April, 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there.
1: From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage show. We're being busy is overdone. Romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the HUG hotline at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we talk about the different ways to let your spouse know what you like about your sexual intimacy in the bedroom.
0: And Bill Gates had this to say about feedback. He said, we all need people who will give us feedback. That's how we improve. And that's what we're going to be talking about on today's show. But before we do that, we love to start each and every One Extraordinary Marriage Show with a hug. A mm-hmm. hug's an opportunity for you to hear from others in the one family and to hear the transformation that their marriages are going through.
1: That's right. And
0: this week's hug is sponsored by Casper. And you can learn more about them at casper.com one. Casper is an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. All designed, developed, and assembled right here in the United States. Casper combines supportive memory foams to create an award-winning sleep surface with just the right sink and just the right bounce.
1: And we love that bounce in the bedroom.
0: With over 20,000 reviews on Casper, Amazon, and Google, and an average of 4.8 stars, it's quickly becoming the internet's favorite mattress. With free shipping and returns to the U.S. and Canada, you can try Casper for 100 nights risk-free in your own home. And if you don't love it, they'll pick it up and refund you everything.
1: Think about how many nights you can use your Casper mattress, try it out, have fun in it. And if you don't like it, you got 100 nights risk-free. Awesome. And they have a
0: special off- offer to listeners to the One Family. Get $50 toward any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash one and using promo code one at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. Now this week's hug comes from an email that we recently received. When I first saw the twisted Smurf in the position of the month club, I was kind of like, eh, been there, done that. Maybe we'll wait till the next one.
1: And for all of you who are wondering what the position of the month club is, you can go to positionofthemonthclub.com and learn all about that. And I'll also put a link right here in the show notes for you guys.
0: This wife goes on to say, my husband decided to be intentional and asked us to do it anyway. But beforehand I decided I also should actually read the words on the instructional just to say that I did. I really seriously didn't think I would read anything new, but what I read is actually <laughs> something that has impacted not just our marriage already, but also our engagement in the club. Nice. The instructional actually made me blush and giggle like a little schoolgirl. We talked about those feelings and realized that we still have old perceptions about sex and foreplay and the idea of actually using words to talk about it and converse about it. So when we say that this club is absolutely bringing a new dimension to our sex life, that's absolutely true. And it's not really new because through the podcast, we've learned so much from you guys about being transparent, talking about our bodies, what we, we talk about what we like and don't in detail, but we simply still just don't do it enough. I really honestly thought there was no need for an instructional paper. Pictures would be good enough. Even the write-up is a necessary piece,
1: Mm.
0: a necessary piece that I didn't even realize was going to impact our sex life so much. And the position of the month club simply is bringing that to the next level. So keep it up. You've outdone yourselves again.
1: Mm, I love that. And so, for all of you who are interested, check out positionofthemonthclub.com dot You can join us in that group. Um, it's growing, and it's a place where we are just taking couples to the next level.
0: And you'll definitely want to to join just to see what the uh, the twisted Smurf is that she's talking about there.
1: It's one of our favorites.
0: Now, it was interesting that. Um, this particular listener and member of the one family was talking about the fact that they do and don't talk about what they like in the bedroom because mm-hmm. what's been happening over the last few weeks with coaching clients is that I keep having these conversations and, and one particular one, this last week where, uh, you know, there was a bit of frustration that was being expressed by the husband that he didn't always know what was working in the bedroom for his wife during sex. Mm-hmm. You know, did this touch work for her? Will she want my hand there? Is she wanting more of this or less of this? Am I even in the right area? You know, I know the last time that we did this, this worked, but is it working this time?
1: And that can go for you wives as well. This is just one of Elisa's coaching clients, husband asking those questions, but you as a wife could be doing that because I know in our bedroom that can sometimes happen.
0: Well, and you know, there's th- there's gotta be this understanding. And I think that's really what this husband was getting at. You know, my wife is, you know, her, opinions are not opinions, but her desires uh-huh. and what's going to work changes. And, and this couple, and I actually got to talking about the whole, uh, the book, taking charge of your fertility and uh, ovulation and things like that. And, and she was even, um, you know, very transparent and said, you know, honey, the week around ovulation, anything goes right. But, but that's all part of this conversation because, you know, in this place of, is it working? Is it not working? Things get really complicated. Uh In the sense of sometimes things work, sometimes they don't. And we kind of just expect that our spouses are going to know what's going on. And that leads to frustration on both sides of the marriage bed, right? Because the person person that needs to know, the person that wants that feedback loop, right? That wants to know what's working and what's not working. If they don't get it in the moment, they're going to go searching for it after.
1: And so just to give you some, an idea, okay, what does this look like real quick from the top of the show? So we can understand where we're at. This could be again, moans and groans. This could be words being used. This could be, um, screams. Now some of those don't work at certain times of the day in certain periods of time because of what you have going on. We get this, we understand this. We have, you know, a junior high and a high schooler. So most evenings when we are living out our intimacy lifestyle, not gonna hear a lot of loud groans or loud screaming going on, we got kids next door. But there are times when they are gone, maybe at a friend's house, maybe at a practice, whatever, that that allows us to do more elaborate or I should say even louder feedback to each other.
0: Absolutely, because you know what, what we need to do is create this, this environment, I don't even want to say a system. It's really an environment.
1: It is an environment.
0: In our marriages where there is that give and take of information, right? We talk so much in the one family about emotional intimacy. And we need to bring that emotional intimacy into our sexual intimacy. Because if you've got one spouse or the other that's questioning every time the two of you have sex, you know, how was that? What could I have done better? You know, was it good for you? And and, and we know because we've lived this out in our marriage.
1: And I'm sure some of you who know that afterwards, right? It's almost like, again, we're, we're, we're it's coming from both sides because mm-hmm. you as a wife may be all into it and your husband just isn't giving you any feedback. So after you're done, after he ejaculates, he's lying there and you're in his ear. Was that good? Did you like that? You know, and he's sitting there going, it was wonderful. And vice versa, mm-hmm. husbands are asking their wives, Because they didn't give them any feedback. And that can sometimes break that time together, which you you guys really have enjoyed. It's the afterglow, right? The afterglow of sex. And now you have caused some frustration maybe. Some Some friction. Some friction there where it's like, man, it was good. And yet now you're asking me all these questions after we're done. And I'm going to be one of those who will raise his hand. And I have gone down that list and said, you know, how was that? You didn't give me anything. Like, so how was that? What could I have done better? Was it good for you? Um, Did the position work? And I, and I remember just seeing Elisa's face at times, just like, it was fine. Like there was nothing wrong. And yet afterwards there is that place of just her being frustrated. And instead of us just lying in each other's arms and enjoying that moment, we were now butting heads.
0: Sure. And you know, the truth is, is Like Bill Gates said, we all need feedback, Mm
1: -hmm. right? It's
0: what helps our marriages improve. It's not just an individual thing. It's what strengthens the relationship. And, you know, in today's world, there are so many generalities, right? We speak in these big sweeping generalities. We intentionally keep things vague. Any of you that are listening or my coaching clients know that my favorite phrase is, can you explain to me what that means for you? right? Because they'll throw a word out. and I'm like, it's too vague. I can't. And, and so our bedrooms folks, they don't need to be a place where we're dealing with the vague or where we're dealing with generalities, uh-huh. right? And so many of you, and I know this because I've had these coaching conversations. So many of you feel like you can talk about everything except sex, right? Like I can give feedback on, you know, how the laundry's being done. I can give feedback on what's going on with our finances. I can talk to you about what's going on with the kids, but around this topic of sex, we not talking about it and I get it because like Tony and I were not raised with parents that talked about sex nope no I mean in fact it's it's actually been kind of comical um just some of the stories that we've shared and that have been shared since Tony's dad died a couple of weeks ago where we're talking about like the birds and the bees and and Tony's mom even assumed that he'd had this like deep conversation with his dad about she the birds sure and did. Bees. I mean she was like well your father talked to you and Tony's like mommy told me not to get a girl pregnant
1: that was my birds and the bees.
0: That was birds and bees, you know, and, and so we've got this, our parents didn't talk about sex. So how do we talk about sex? Or we've got this, this loop going on in our head saying, well, if I, if I say anything, if I give any type of feedback, you know, my spouse is going to get their feelings hurt or we're going to get into an argument. So it's better if I don't say anything. And, and so we stop being authentic because we're so worried about hurting someone's feelings. And, and because we're not giving any feedback, we end up hurting our spouse's feelings.
1: And I want to say an interesting one though that Elisa brought up with with our parents and with your parents maybe as well. Um, they have their opinions of how sex should be talked about or shouldn't be talked about. Some parents are very open and honest about it. And maybe you, you grew up in that mm-hmm. and you've been able to share that. For the majority of people though, we grew up, Elisa and I included, in households where it wasn't talked about. And their perception of how you discuss it and talk about it can honestly, it's holding you back. And you need to break the chains of what your parents think you should be talking about sex. And I'm going to tell you, because my mom still to this day will be like, I can't believe you and Elisa talk like that around the kids. And, and we're just open and we're honest about it. And I'm like, Mom, we live in a day and age where they can get this stuff so readily you can see it on your phone. You can see it on a computer. You can see it on TV or just driving down the street nowadays. There's soft porn in plenty of places. Mm-hmm. I go. I rather they hear it from mine and Elisa's mouth than somebody else's. But to do that, you have to be confidently. You have to be confident enough to let your parents know. Your parents know that this is the way you are living your life. It's putting those boundaries. This is going off topic a little, but you need to set up those boundaries around your marriage of what it's going to look like, not what your parents think it should look like.
0: Well, and, and to that end, we have to be couples, it, like in the one family, we have to be a community of couples that are going to create positive feedback loops in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. We have to, there has to be, be this this deep desire that we keep working towards having more positive energy in our bedrooms. And, And the reason why is that when we can create that positive feedback, when we can speak life into our marriage through our words and our actions and how we interact in a sexual intimacy, it extends far beyond the bedroom, right? Because when you both know what's working in the bedroom, what works for him, what works for her, you bring this level of confidence and security to your marriage you bring a level of emotional intimacy that is so increased and the connection between the two of you goes to another level-hmm and we've seen this I mean I have people like I get to share with people all the time whether I'm at a speaking event or you know just out and about and you know people find out that we do want extraordinary marriage and they look at me and they're like how long have you been married I'm like 21 years and
1: 20 uh,
0: See, I, I am the months. one, I, just as a side note, I'm the one that like once we reach the halfway point, I'm already jumping to the next year. It has only been 20 years as of the time of this recording, but mm. this year we will celebrate our 21st. Yes. Um. But I get to share that, that where my sex life is now, the connection that I have with Tony now, like everything just keeps getting better. I'm not worried about the next 20 years because... Where we've come in the last, and really, I'm not even going to say the last 20, because the first 11, honestly, were nothing to write home about. But in the last nine, going on 10, like, there are still days when Tony and I have sex. I'm like, wow, like, I didn't think it could get any better. How'd you pull that one off, right? I mean, it's just like, but that's because we've created that positive feedback loop. Mm -hmm. That's because we've decided that our bedroom is going to be a place where we communicate through and and I, and I will tell you, like, let me be completely transparent here. Being vocal in the bedroom has been a a learned skill for me.
1: Oh, most definitely, Elisa. For for the majority of our years of marriage, uh, was like a two by four, just lying there and didn't say it much. <laughs> She's laughing. Hands over her face. Oh but this my is, goodness. But this that is may be truth. the first
0: time I've ever been compared to a two by four. I keep going. This analogy is going to be good.
1: But it, it was true. You mm-hmm. would, you were like a board sometimes you, you would, you would get into the, into a, the typical missionary position. There wasn't much foreplay. There wasn't any feedback whatsoever. We would have sex. There would be, I would ejaculate and we'd be done. Right. And, and that's the truth. And so if, if that's you, believe me, we get that. And we hope from our experience and what we're going to share with you on, on how to overcome where you're at or at least begin to open up that positive feedback loop, you guys break free and break through and have transformation way faster than we have. So you're not just a two by four, either husband or wife lying in that bed and not giving your spouse what needs to happen.
0: So we want to share with you guys how you can create this feedback, this positive feedback in the bedroom and, and, those little things that you can do to start making changes. But the first thing, the first thing that you might want to do is ask your spouse if it's time for a new mattress. Because if it is, we know that you're going to want to check out casper.com slash one and take advantage of the special offer that they have for the one family. Remember, you can get $50 toward any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash one and using promo code one at checkout. Remember, terms and conditions apply. And you've often heard us say that, you know, you shouldn't talk about sex in the bedroom. And especially like right around sex, either right before or right after.
1: Well, that's more like our 19 questions. Right. You're not going to want to pick up the 19 questions and then just be at the edge of your bed and go, okay, honey, now we need to answer these all right now. Mm, No.
0: And that's why I'm starting with this one because I I knew that somebody, in this case, Tony, um, and maybe a few of you listening are saying, Alisa, but you said don't talk about sex. Right. Right. Don't. But- that's the nitty gritty of like, what are we going to do? And how are we going to try it? And this type of thing. But when you're in that place of making love with one another, you do need to kind of use some words, some body language, some, some emotional, verbal, nonverbal connection on what's working, right?
1: You the, the, and, and I like the way you say nonverbal yeah, because our bodies do move mm-hmm. and we do begin to learn what our spouse is like by their body movement. They're talking to us Mm -hmm. in those, in those moments. Cause Elisa just brought that up and it was like bingo for me to go. There are certain movements that she makes and I do as well that lead to the next phase of our sexual intimacy because of the intimacy lifestyle. And we've had sex so often we've learned that, but that's something that is really key because it doesn't always have to be verbal. Like I was sharing on the top of the show It can be that nonverbal body movement, gyrations, whatever it may be, because it's just, we know them and we know we're going to that next place.
0: It's that whole next level. Right. And you just brought up something there too, is that it's really hard to create the positive feedback loop if the two of you aren't having sex very often. Like I wasn't even, I wasn't even thinking about that when I was working on this show, but I saw actually one of, um, one of the couples in the one family had, had posted up on their page today about um, something talking about the intimacy lifestyle and quantity leads to quality. Mm-hmm. And, and talking about the fact, part of the reason that Tony and I have such a strong positive feedback loop these days is because of the fact that over the last, are we at nine years now for the intimacy lifestyle? Mm-hmm. 60, yeah. Nine years with the intimacy lifestyle, seven days of sex challenge, 60 days of sex, like all of this in the last nine years. We've been really intentional about having frequent sex. When you do that, you learn what works and what doesn't because you're not like, well, this is happening once a month, once every two months, and you got to start all over again. If it happened on Monday and now it's Thursday, all in the same week, you're like, oh, well, you know, we did that the other day. You want to still do that? You know, whatever. But so you've got to think about your frequency as it factors into the positive feedback.
1: And if you want To have better sex, you need to practice just like we would do anything else. And so you can come up with a hundred excuses. And I am going to point out those of you who are going, well, my life is busy. Well, we have kids stuff. Well, we have this. Guess what? So do we. It's up to you to determine if this is important. And Mm -hmm. I would say frequent sex in your marriage is important it really is between you and your spouse. It's something that's absolutely glorious and wonderful. And if you're and if you're at a place where you're, you're struggling though, and you are hitting wall after wall and and it's just, there's frustration. I would suggest that you check out coaching with Elisa, and you can do that at one extraordinary marriage.com slash coaching. I get, I get the ability to overhear her talk often to many of our clients and just the things that they're working through and they're breaking through in this area of their lives is absolutely amazing. And the transformation that happens is so vital. So don't sit around and think you're the only one because you're not. Believe me, you're not alone in this. Many of us have struggled in many different ways and areas. So don't sit alone thinking that's the truth because it's not. And we're here to shine light on that.
0: Absolutely. And as you're creating a positive feedback loop, you need to focus on the positives it's called a positive feedback loop for a reason. You know, neither you nor your spouse want to be told everything that you're doing wrong. There are enough people in this world telling, you know, oh, you didn't show up to work on time. Oh, this report wasn't done right. Oh, your kids are acting like, like we get enough negativity. Let's start bringing the positivity into our bedrooms. Focus on what your spouse does that you do like.
1: Something that i that I heard from a buddy of mine at my men's group. And I just, it's a little bit of a mantra for me right now is you can't steal my joy. There you go. You can't steal my joy. And you know, when it comes to things of this nature, we, we are impacted by a lot of things that are, that are taking us out. Mm -hmm. Um, and yet you can't steal my joy. And hopefully that'll give you a little something to just go, you know what? No, you're not going to steal my joy. This is something that we enjoy doing together.
0: Absolutely. So, so you need to, Uh, focus on what your spouse does that, that you like, you need to also tell them what you would like to try. And for some of you, this may be really uncomfortable. And that's where, you know, Tony mentioned the 19 questions. You can use the 19 questions as a tool to open that conversation. Cause here's what, here's what this, this positive feedback does. It actually gives you and your spouse a full toolbox to bring enjoyment to the two of you, Uh right? If your spouse knows that if they do X, Y, or Z, it's going to be good for you in the bedroom, well, that means it's also going to be good for them, right? So, so that's how you're building this toolbox. We, we're always here at one. We're always trying to equip you to fill up that toolbox so that, you know, you've got the tools to use outside the bedroom, the tools to use inside the bedroom. You know, when you're in the moment, okay. And Tony alluded to this a little bit earlier in, in the show, when you're in the moment, there are certain things that you can do, right? You can actually tell your spouse, you know what? That feels really good. That's working for me. Do more of that, please. That feels good. Like, you pick your phrase. It doesn't matter. Just let them know that what they're doing is working for you. It'll work wonders in your marriage. Groan, moan, scream, express your pleasure, right? They hear it. It registers. Don't, don't, you know, and again, like we talked about, I mean, there are times... Because we have kids at home uh, or kids you know, still living with us, there are times when if they're in the house, it's not that loud.
1: And again, this is about you. And that's where we have to break through. And we have to have breakthrough from what other people said we should do and shouldn't do in all of this stuff. What you and your spouse do in your bedroom is between you, your spouse, and God. That's it. That's it, and and believe me, that's something that Alisa and I had to to work through and understand. That well, is, is this okay? Is somebody gonna say something about that? Is this? No, I don't care what anyone says about mine and Alisa's sex life because it doesn't matter. <laughs> they if if Alisa and I like to do a certain position, uh, have a certain toy in there, whatever it may be, that's between us. And that's between you and your spouse. Mm-hmm. And so the quicker that you're able to understand that and you're, the quicker you're able to know that somebody else's judgment or somebody else's opinion doesn't matter, the quicker you're going to free yourself from what, what can I say, what can I say, all of that stuff. Believe me. So sometimes you got to get right with God mm. in these moments. And a lot of time people won't bring these two together. They don't, they're they're scared of it. And I'm going to tell you the quicker that you can come to God and just go, God, release me of all of this, the quicker you're going to get to a place where you're going to be able to enjoy what he has made so beautifully that you get to enjoy with your spouse. It's going to tweak some of you. I get it. I get it. And yet get into prayer, Mm -hmm. hear him, hear him speak to you and let's break off this stuff. So you can fully enjoy what your spouse is given and you can fully receive it because it's, it's wonderful.
0: Well, before we get to talking about being on the receiving end, I want to, I want to also encourage you to give yourself permission to move your husband or wife's hand to where you want it to go in the moment, right? Uh, be completely transparent here. There are times when Tony is touching me and I'm like, he, I, the thought goes through my head. He's in the completely wrong spot we've been doing this for 20 years and he's not anywhere near close. What's going on here? And so I could get really bitter and cranky and completely check out there. Been there, done that actually in the past. have just been like, well, if he can't figure it out, too bad. Or I can take his hand and say, hey dude, over here, higher, Uh lower, touch me like this, harder, softer, whatever it is. And and, because here's the thing, I'm happier. He's happier, right? It's either resentment and anger and checking out or everybody's happy. It's totally your choice, guys. Totally your choice. And, you know, Tony- Can, can
1: I add one thing yeah, though? Because, because in that, sometimes when we're just lying in bed and we're like, uh, what do we do? It can feel a little awkward. Hmm? It, it honestly can. And so we have this great post called Fun Board Games You Can Play to Spice Up Your Sex Life. And I'm going to put a link to it in here in the show notes for you. But what these games allow you to do is not have to be in your bed necessarily. You can be working through this together with a board game. And again, don't let anything steal your joy, laugh, have fun. This is one of those areas where, you know, like if you get the sexy dice or something, Mm -hmm. you're rolling dice, we've done this. Mm -hmm. It's going to tell you a body part and something to do. So it may say, one may say lick the other part may say ear, penis, vagina, whatever it may be doing, that's what you do. It's really, honestly, because a lot of us go, but I got to be in the moment and I got to be all this. It really takes you out of that and being, it's almost practical. Like, okay, we're going to, we're going to force ourselves. We're going to practically work through this and, 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 and get through some of our Mm hangups together and encourage one another to do these things. And and believe me, we get it when it comes to oral sex or different areas where it's like, uh, I've never done that or we've done it and I really didn't enjoy it. You know, again, that allows for that conversation to begin to happen.
0: Now, throughout the show, we've been referring to it as a feedback loop, which means that somebody is giving information and somebody has to be receiving the information. Otherwise, it's not a loop, it's just, you know, a one way. Right right? And so if you're the one that's on the receiving end of this information, you're on the receiving end of, of the groans or the words, or maybe your hands getting moved somewhere else, right? There are very practical things that you can do with this information. The first thing is that you have to look at all of that feedback and embrace it as an opportunity to love your spouse in the way that they want to be loved, to have sex with your spouse in the way that they want to have sex, right? Right? If she wants your hand here, she wants you know, or he wants to be touched there. Well, doesn't it make sense that you'd want to do that? Mm-hmm. And if you know the information, then you don't have to play the guessing game on what's what's working today. It, it gives you the opportunity when you're on the receiving end of that information to do more of what they like, and more of what's working, and less of what's not working. It actually makes you more more efficient and more confident in the bedroom because you know. Oh, look. This is, this is where game is on today, right? And finally, you know, appreciate what they share with you as an opportunity for your marriage to grow deeper. When you've created that environment where your spouse can share with you, where they can be vulnerable, where they can be transparent, your marriage has gone to another level in both the physical intimacy, because obviously that's what we're talking about, but also the emotional intimacy. You two are going to be able to love each other like you haven't before, and I know it because Tony and I are living it. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why we want you guys to have these tools in your toolbox. That's why we want you to have this positive feedback loop. We want you to understand that words and and the nonverbal sounds and the gestures well, non, all matter. Non,
1: yeah, nonverbal sounds or nonverbal body movement. Yes, both mm-hmm. of those. Yep.
0: Not using words, but uh, making sounds. Whatever you call that.
1: Moans and groans. Moans sure. and groans. All right, we'll call right? It that. All of that.
0: <laughs> right? It matters. It, it, it allows the two of you to be in the moment and not to have to go through the, the aftermath where you're like, was that good? Was that not good? I don't know. Did that work for you? And you're like, it was good. Just let me enjoy it. If your spouse knows in the moment that it's good, then afterwards, the two of you just get to bask in the afterglow and in the connection that you have. And really you just get to a point where then from that point on, you're just planning what comes next. Right, and, and it allows you to stay in a more positive place in your marriage because you're not all wrapped up in, well, that was great sex, but now I've got to answer all these questions. No. Just have more good sex, guys. Mm-hmm. More good sex, period.
1: Yep. That's it. I mean, so let's, this week, it's going to be a challenge. It's going to be a challenge and we want to hear from you guys. So we want to hear from those of you who take this on, that are willing to to say, you know what? I am gonna give my spouse some feedback, be it through words, be it through groans and moans, maybe through body gyration. We wanna hear from you. So email us at info at one extraordinary marriage.com. You can put in the subject line, episode 385 feedback. But we wanna hear from you because we wanna know that what we're sharing today has made an impact in your life. And tell us the good, the, the, the difficult parts, the, 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 the part that was easy, because you know what? Your story is going to impact thousands of couples, thousands of couples. And we need to shine light on something that's so important. And there's no better way than sharing your story. We love you guys. Go out there. Give, that, give your spouse that positive feedback loop. If it's you that doesn't usually do it, we're praying for you that you're going to have words, that you're going to be have that ability to share something in a way that will turn your sexual intimacy this week into something new and exciting for years and years to come. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.